0: On the line is the host of You Better You Bet and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Nick Costos. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast. Search You Bet wherever you find your podcasts.
1: Hey, Nick, how are you?
2: What's going on, guys? How are we doing today? Oh,
1: you are crazy. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm bummed because I only see two games on the schedule this week, and it's like we've had so much great football over the last, you know, months, and now we're down to two. It's a little depressing, isn't it? Yeah, it sucks.
3: Uh, Football's the absolute best, and – I, I love all the sports, right? So we'll get into basketball season, hockey season, NCAA tournament, baseball for the people that are into soccer. The Euro Cup is the summer and I love that. I know not everybody does but I think that's really great. But uh, but nothing, nothing's like football and uh, in a couple weeks we won't have any until August. So let's enjoy it while we can. Now, the good news is I think we should have two pretty fun games this Sunday.
1: Yeah, there's always geriatric pickleball too. We could probably find something to bet on there. Don't yeah, laugh. I, I guess
3: like people are like really into that. I, I've never played before. I'm not saying it's good or bad but i think like that's starting to get really popular right
1: it's super it's been super hot for more than a year now as you start seeing these like basketball courts that were that were basketball courts that they're turn city pickleball I, I, who knows all right and, let's, I,
3: and, I, and i and i like pickles so i think i could be into it
1: It'd see that'd be okay big <laughs> kosher ones though. so those are the best ones um let's go chiefs ravens first your thoughts on that game
3: um let me ask you guys a question if that's all right sure about this game yep um, and I would encourage the people listening to kind of ask yourself, well, I'll ask the question just to answer the question, I guess. Do you guys think the regular season matters when it comes to handicapping this game?
1: No, I don't
3: okay. think so either. Yeah. So if the answer to that question is no, I think it likely leads and it, and by, it does not mean that like the bet's going to win. I think it leads you to liking Kansas City in the game. Because mm. if you if you think the regular season should matter and like the body the full body of work, and it's okay if like if, if you out there listening if you think it does, and if you do think that, then Baltimore needs to be a bigger favorite than this against Kansas City. Ravens, best team in the NFL all season. San Francisco second best, and the Ravens went to their house on Christmas night and absolutely thumped them. Like, Baltimore should be more, more than a three-and-a-half or a four-point favorite in this game based off rating and what we've seen thus far this season. And the Ravens obviously smashed the Texans last week, as they were expected to do. But I think the thing that's tripping betters up, the thing that's tripping you guys up, it sounds like, with that train of thought, and candidly, what's tripping me up is, uh, yo, the dragon wearing number 15 in red on on the other side. It's Patrick Mahomes. And just kind of like his ability to kind of like almost like snap his fingers and kind of like bend things to his will, and it almost doesn't matter what the situation is, you know that you've got Patrick Mahomes and that's the guy you'd rather bet on. And it's not meant to be an insult to Lamar Jackson, who's going to win his second MVP and deserves to win his second MVP, one of the best football players in the league, regardless of position. Certainly one of the best quarterbacks, but he's not Mahomes. Nobody is. So if you're going to tell me that I can bet Patrick Mahomes, and if Patrick Mahomes loses by three points, the most common margin of victory and the most likely outcome in the game, let's be honest, is Baltimore winning by three. Ravens are at home. The Ravens are better. And I still win my bet on Patrick Mahomes. uh, It's a bet that I'm willing to place. I'll take the three and a half for the Chiefs. I'm willing to be wrong. We've seen the Ravens blow out good teams all season. Maybe Kansas City is another in that long line on Baltimore's uh, march to a Super Bowl championship. Uh, I feel more comfortable betting on the great Patrick Mahomes. Give me the Chiefs getting the three and a half or the four.
4: I would think that there are some crazy prop bets around Lamar Jackson for this game too, Nick. Would that be accurate?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, once we get this deep in the season, there you can bet prop bets on basically a- almost anything, right? Certainly once we get to the Super Bowl. Uh, and I can tell people that Lamar Jackson's passing yards prop for this game is 208.5, which will sound low, but I think he threw for like 150 last week. He could run for 100 yards also, It's just kind of how the Ravens' offense works. Uh, Lamar rushing yards in the game, 60, 63.5. I'll tell you what, wouldn't bet the under on Lamar Jackson rushing yards in this particular yeah. game. The prop that I would look at, um, and it's, it's kind of a narrative-y play, um, but it was the the first two weeks also of the postseason, and he went over both times, would be Travis Kelsey uh, receiving yards. He's lined in this game, guys, at 62 and a half. He smashed the Dolphins two weeks ago, went over and scored a couple touchdowns against the Bills last week. He's just a big-time player in a big-time game, and... The Baltimore defense is not the same as injury-depleted Miami and injury-depleted Buffalo. But, I mean, we're talking about a first-ballot Hall of Fame player. I expect him to show up and show out with Mahomes in this game. And, look, like like I do with any bet, I'm willing to lose when I click the button, but I'll feel really good about that bet that I place. I'll take the over on Travis Kelsey.
1: Yeah, it's halftime, the uh, over-under on Jason Kelsey dropping his shirt. Do we know? Uh, Do we
3: know? I'm guessing he'll be at the game, right? Uh,
1: We're talking to his dad tomorrow on our show, so we'll 100% make sure but I believe he is going. I thought I heard yeah, what that. A,
3: anyway. What a psychopath in like the best possible way.
1: <laughs> I'm just I have shocked. a feeling that,
3: that the Baltimore fans will not be as hospitable as the Buffalo fans were, is just my guess. Oh,
1: no, especially because he's from Cleveland and it's Baltimore too, so I can only imagine what that's going to be like. Yep. I mean, there's pictures of him running around in uh, Browns uniform. When he's a little kid. Yes, I'm
3: I'm sure the Ravens fans will take very kindly to shirtless Travis uh, Jason Kelsey, whose brother is playing on the team trying to knock them out of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, they'll be hospitable. That'll be fun. They'll be great guests, the Ravens fans.
3: Yeah, we'll see.
1: All right, NFC, Lions, Niners.
3: Uh, I, by the way, as a Giants fan, I've been to Giants-Ravens games in Baltimore, and uh, they were not the most pleasant guests. And, and you know what? And you know what? They don't have to be, honestly, because oh, that's totally fine. Yeah, um, why,
1: why would you feel good? You stole somebody else's team. You've been living on that history I, for years. I,
3: I I agree, and I think Browns fans certainly have a right to hate them. I don't think there's any question about it.
1: Um, uh, Nick, you are loved in Cleveland. Keep going. I, I
3: don't even think – I'm not even saying that to pander. I, I would hate them if I were Pander
1: all you fan. want. We love it. That's fine.
3: Yeah, I mean, like our Art Modell passed away. Obviously, we can just we can leave all of this alone. Boom, uh,
1: keep going. You got not,
3: it. Niners and the Lions. Um, all right. So if you're out there listening and you like Detroit in the game, well, before I got to give you my handicap, I, I just I want to report what's happened in the betting market here because I think this is pretty interesting. Um, so earlier today, and for much of the week, we have seen San Francisco be favored in the game by close to a touchdown like in between six and a half and seven for people that hear that and don't know what that means it means like not quite enough money to push them out to seven but more money than than for them to be a six and a half point favorite meaning if you want to bet san francisco six and a half you pay more if you want to bet detroit plus seven you have to pay more now we are seeing a betting market where san francisco is just about a seven and a half point home favorite in the game which is a really big move so we've gone through the key number of seven right think about how scoring in the NFL works. Three and seven, the most important numbers. So distilling that down, kind of like for an audience, if you're out there and you don't know what all of this means, it means that a lot of money has been bet on the San Francisco 49ers over the course of the last, let's call it like two hours. Now, I don't know what the reason for that is yet, Maybe there's optimism around Debo Samuel's availability for the game. He obviously matters a lot, right? And he's questionable, maybe like a 50-50 call as it stands right now. Maybe it's just organic interest in the San Francisco 49ers here. So I have I have a little homework to do, like once I'm done with you guys, basically before my show starts, trying to figure out why this move was made. So just wanted to report that before I give you my handicap for the game. As far as the game itself is concerned, um, I, I really like the over. I see no way almost that both offenses don't score a lot of points. Well, I guess the way it could happen is the Lions go for a couple fourth downs and don't get them, and San Francisco just runs for 200 yards in the game, which is possible, right? But I think both offenses are going to have success. It won't be raining. Brock Purdy is going to play a lot better than he did last weekend. And Jared Goff has been there and done that. He's won an NFC championship already. I expect Goff to play well. So I think this will be a high-scoring game, and I do like the over. And I'll say to anyone out there that thinks the Lions can keep the game close – My advice would be bet Detroit to win the game if you think this is going to be a really close game. And the rationale, guys is we know that Dan Campbell is going to go for it on fourth downs. Maybe we'll see a fake punt in this game. He's going to be really aggressive. That's kind of his nature. And on the flip side, and Kyle Shanahan's a great coach, Shanahan gets really conservative in the big moments. I think he gets really tight and kind of like sends out the punt unit too much, kicks field goals when I think he should go for it. And there's going to be a chance for the Lions to steal some possessions in this game, guys, and maybe just like steal the outright victory here from San Francisco. Now... The flip side of that coin is the Lions bust on all these decisions. They go forward on fourth and goal from the four. They don't get it. They run a fake punt in their own territory. They don't get it. And the Niners just avalanche them, right? Which is why I'm saying I I don't know if Detroit losing by three is like a very likely outcome. I almost think Detroit wins or they lose by ten. So I just wanted to offer that insight. I kind of think the Lions have a chance to win the game. I'm going to have a ticket on Detroit to win the game in addition to a ticket on the over, guys.
4: If you were a betting man, Nick, what what happens? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, that, I was kind of just setting it up that way. Making sure you do know yeah. Okay, good. Uh, what, what's Bill Belichick doing next year?
3: Um, probably hanging out in Nantucket would be my guess. I, I don't think he's going to get a head coaching job. Um, and I think kind of like, the, and I'm willing to be wrong with anything. Like Atlanta could hire him this afternoon. That could happen. I kind of feel like the writing's on the wall a little bit at this point. And, you know, I don't know if you guys have talked about it yet. It happened like 20 minutes ago. Uh, the Carolina Panthers filled their head coaching vacancy. They hired Bucks offensive coordinator Dave Canales uh, as their new head coach. So we've seen Carolina hire a head coach this week. The Raiders named Antonio Pierce their, their permanent head coach. The Titans hired Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan. The Cowboys retained Mike McCarthy. The Eagles retain Nick Sirianni. It looks like the Bills are going to retain Sean McDermott. So in this game of musical chairs, and and obviously the Chargers hired Jim Harbaugh, where is Belichick going? And here would be my other question. The Falcons have interviewed Bill Belichick twice, like two separate times. If they really felt that strongly, and, like, it's possible they're just doing their due diligence, right, and they'll they'll circle back and hire him, Why, why do you need to interview Bill Belichick twice, and then and then interview they've interviewed guys this is this is not hyperbole this is the number they've interviewed 14 candidates to be their head coach now compare and contrast this with what the Tennessee Titans did the titans were so worried about Brian Callahan and i'm not trying to dismiss Brian Callahan he might be a great head coach but he's Brian Callahan right they they were so worried about the panthers hiring Brian Callahan that they didn't let him out of the building and made Brian Callahan, Callahan their head coach. Compare and contrast with the Atlanta Falcons, who not only let Bill Belichick leave the building, but have interviewed basically like everyone else under the sun for the head coaching job. Does that sound like a team that wants to hire a Bill Belichick? Why well, not? So I'm not. I'm not saying it won't happen. It could. Just that doesn't it feel like at this point right now, this dude's not going to be a head coach next season in the NFL.
1: All right, last question: Where do you think Vrabel lands? Because uh, NFL Network reported that you know Vrabel met with the Falcons yesterday, and uh, he's a Cleveland guy too, or a Northeast Ohio guy, played for the Buckeyes. So, yeah, uh, where would, do you think he goes?
3: You know, I I think the Ohio. I don't know what's happening with Ohio. My guess would be Ohio State threw a big party yesterday, right when Jim Harbaugh got named the head coach of the Chargers. I he can tell, tell you, the person sitting
1: behind the microphone speaking to you right now was pretty excited about it. So. so,
3: do do you guys think there's any chance that Ohio State would fire Ryan Day and hire Mike Vrabel?
1: No. I don't think I don't no, either. No, no, not with the new athletic director. It's not cool,
3: and like, and I. By the way, this is not a shot at Ohio State. I love that their strategy right now is to just buy the best players to try and win a national championship. <laughs> I mean that sincerely. I would love it if that were the team. They're that the I'd first before.
1: college football team to do it above the table. How's that sound?
3: Hey, listen, like, like I said, I, I mean that sincerely. No criticism whatsoever. Um, I don't even want to give you guys a guess as to where I because like I, I'm literally, I'm just pulling it out of thin air. I. I guess, like, he could—if Seattle decides—I think Seattle's the interesting one here. If the Seahawks decide, guys, that they don't want to go with—because, like, they just moved on from Pete Carroll. In what feels like a somewhat messy situation, where Carroll kind of made it pretty clear that he didn't want to, like, step down. Like, he wanted to keep coaching. Like, why would Seattle then hire, like, Pete Carroll's, like, disciple in Dan Quinn? Like, that's what kind of doesn't add up to me. So I could be way off on this. They could hire Quinn today. If I had to guess where Vrabel ends up, uh, I would guess that Mike Vrabel ends up as the head coach of the Seahawks. But that is a total guess from me with zero information.
1: All right, Nick. That's it. That's all we got. So you think going to the Super Bowl, just give me your two teams going to the Super Bowl.
3: Um, I think it'll be, And look, I mean, it could easily be the Ravens and Niners. They've been the best two teams all season. I'll take the Chiefs and the Lions and a rematch of the 2023 um, season opener. Um, and if that's the case, uh, there are look-ahead markets, guys, for every Super Bowl matchup. If that's the matchup, and it opens Kansas City as a three-point favorite against Detroit, I'm going to be like George Costanza when like there's that fire in that building and he's pushing <laughs> over like old ladies. That'll be me pushing over like women and children to make a bet on Kansas City, minus three in the Super Bowl against Detroit. So I'll say Kansas City, Detroit. It would not shock me, however, if it were Baltimore and San Francisco.
1: All right, just make sure you don't have the World Series trophy tied to the back of your car.
3: <laughs> we're good to go, bro. Especially not the Yankees' World Series trophy. Say
1: goodbye, my friend.
3: Wishing everybody minimal sweats winning bets. The absolute very best of luck.
4: Cleveland Brown Stadium. So that Sunday they play football. The Piano Man. My guess is, well, they're not going to play the Piano Man. They're going to play football. Wouldn't it be great? But if my he guess had, he is could they, smash the guitar. Or my, Rod
1: Stewart. Who do you want to smash the guitar? They're not
4: going to play on September 15th at Cleveland Brown Stadium. So we, we kind of hash this out. All right, so the what, this season is going to be starts. an away game on September 15th. I'd have an away game the following week. Give it two, give it two weeks plus to get
1: to normal. Right. So you would assume then the Browns are probably going to be home the week before, right? So not the fifth, not the... They, they would open, be home open at home 8th. On the road for two. So probably at home on the 8th, on the road the 15th, on the road for the 22nd. I would think, keep your fingers crossed, that the new sod has taken root by the time you get to the 29th. All I know is that every time the sod is bad news in the middle, of the, it's nothing against the guys working on the field. I think they do a great job, and they, they hustle, man, after the game. Heck, yeah. Um, Jamal White always talks about, a guy who actually ran on the field, that the middle of the field always seems to get messed up because of the way they did the, the pipes underneath the grass. For some reason, the heating element makes it really tough to grow grass in the middle of the field because of the way – or that some, something with the drainage or heat when they originally built the stadium. Hmm. And he said it was – he was like he, – he's talked to me before about it, about being on the hashes, and he's like, you know, it's always easier to run to the outside because the middle of the field would get soft or they would have issues. And now you're talking about having a concert on September 15th? September 13th? Sorry. Well, you know, when it comes to NFL fields, Andy, they go to extremes. Yeah, look, I didn't start the fire in this conversation. <laughs> but I'm telling you.
4: Way to catch on. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> hey, look, you know, it's my life. I want to, if I want to go down there and play football. I just...
1: Look, I don't care what you have to say, whether it's a bottle of red or a bottle of white. I mean, it doesn't, we can argue this at an Italian restaurant anytime you want. But what I'm saying Please. is
2: I don't know we the can't best take time any to play more this game. Stick?
4: Look, Andy, I know a lot of people say bad things about you, but I love you just the way you are.
3: Please, we can't take any more stick.
1: You should watch out because sometimes you start throwing stones living in glass houses. Was that actually a song or just the album? Tell you know. what, though. It It's gonna be, just the album.
4: When it comes to that that game afterwards, that, that grounds crew is going to feel pressure.
1: to Get that field ready.
3: Please, we can't take any more stick.
1: I know I know more songs. I'm done. Listen, man. Just you, he won. Just don't ask me why. Hey, you may be right or you might be wrong. I don't know.
3: <laughs> done with it. Yes, get over it.
1: Way, don't ask
4: me why. It might be oh, my favorite oh. Billy Joel song. Um, it's not. It's not one of the biggest hits. I just love that I don't song.
1: know, man, you had to be such a big shot, didn't you? Get on with it. Yeah, I'm done. The Cuyahoga kind of River of Dreams. Um, how far away are the Browns? <laughs> As I can't even hang on, I'm I'm taking Dominic's colonies right. Hi Dominic, how are you? Good Hi, morning, Dom- guys.
2: How you doing? Good, uh, good. How you doing? We're good. We're good. Uh on these after end of year awards and so forth, uh for the most part I gotta tell you something. I, I don't give a damn about these things. Uh, you know, I care about, just like you guys, winning football games. That's what I want. But I do care. I, I, you know, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. I do care for uh, for Miles because this guy works so hard. And I presume that him getting that award might be worth, uh, you know, financially uh, something for him, I would guess, in his contract, or I would hope. And, uh, you know, but as far as these other things, I mean, uh, the assistant coach thing, I know everybody was gushing over this guy all year, but uh, he failed us in the last game. Let's face it, our our defense got murdered. I know he wasn't the guy out there, but I didn't see any uh, 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 in-game adjustments that were made anyway. We got killed all day, and he's just uh, been waiting in the wings to get the – the head coach's job, but he's not going to get it here because cause Kevin's going to get extended and that'll, that'll then the, uh, the DC, you know, he'll be gone, but All right, I Dom, care Dom. about winning, I care about winning football games. Oh, and I mean uh, Flacco, listen, thanks, Joe, for the help, but you know, Flacco is not one of us. Let's not get a little crazy here. I Flacco don't know. We was, had no problem yeah.
1: rooting for him.
2: I saw plenty well, I of Browns been, jerseys with Flacco uh, on the back of it. Saw his, he, his name
1: on billboards,
2: he, Dominic. Yeah. Billboards, man. Yeah, well, he's he's back to being the enemy. This guy was from Baltimore. You know, of all the guys that, the, that they brought in, and, you know, I'm not so sure Bichette couldn't have done the same thing. Honest to God, I, I, I feel like he could have. I'd almost wish they would get him back if they could. But I don't care about the awards. Dominic, Win we love you.
1: Wins. I don't agree with you always uh, on a couple of your takes here, but I, I we understand. love you. Man. We love you, man. You Take know, care.
2: Even shamansky's not one of us. Oh, not- Shamansky.
1: Thank you, Dominic. <laughs> That's a new one. Write that down. It's Stepansky. Shamansky. Come on. Stepanovich. That was Alex. That's a It's been a while. Yeah, I know, but I thought I'd throw it out it anyway. Man, that kid could wrestle too. Woo!
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Um, All right, so when we watch the AFC Championship here, okay, I think one of the things that go through your mind, I know they go through my mind, is how far away are the Browns from getting to this next point, from trying to get to the AFC Championship, right? We're kind of all there, right? So I asked Daryl Ryder that question.
3: Well, because they did not advance – They're further away than I think we want to believe that they are. It's an easier conversation to have if they had advanced and played at least in the divisional round. Similar to a couple years ago, we had the same conversation, right? Um, They were a couple of plays away from beating the Chiefs and getting back to the conference title game. You have to have top-flight quarterback play to be successful in the NFL and compete for Super Bowls. That's just the way it is. It is fair or not it is incumbent upon the Browns and Watson to get him to that level.
1: You think that's fair?
4: Yeah, I think that's fair. You, you brought you brought Deshaun Watson here to make a difference. But the, the one thing I'd, I'd, I'd say, like Detroit last year, they were 9-8. Okay. Now they're one win away from the Super Bowl. I, things can change a little bit more quickly, I think, sometimes in the NFL. On the other hand, Baltimore is always good. There's Baltimore. San Francisco's always, you know, they're on a really good stretch. There they are. Kansas City, six straight conference championship games. There they are.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I still want to believe that Deshaun Watson's going to be everything we want him to be going into next year. Like, I, I, I had a conversation with one of my friends. And they're like, I'm worried about next year. Like, they don't think the Browns are going to be as good as they were this year next year. And I'm like, I don't know how you can say that now. We don't know who they're bringing back yet. We don't know who they're going to draft, even though they don't have a first-round draft pick. But who knows? I mean, you just don't know today. Yeah. you could be
4: a better team next year and win 10 games and miss the playoffs. And, and you could make that argument based on the fact so many guys missed – you know. It, it, they they miss season or miss a good chunk of the season because of injury, and yet they still won eleven games. So a lot of good fortune in the season for the Browns. You could be better, just have things not go your way and be ten and seven and, and miss out. Be nine and eight, miss out.
1: Daryl brought up something in the podcast yesterday that just kind of it just irks me. Do you realize we're the only city that's had nothing to do with the Super Bowl? Do you know what that means? So there are four yeah. teams that haven't played. They had one in Detroit. They had one in all three mm-hmm. of the other cities. Houston's had one. Jacksonville's had one. And Houston Detroit. Had, yeah, Houston's had more than a few. Right. But they had one at Rice Stadium back in the day. A Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, it, it's the these little things that come up during championship weekend and during the Super Bowl, and then they circle back to the Browns on them. They're just aggravating. Like, the, obviously, the graphic of the four teams that haven't made and Now, what happens if Detroit makes it? Now you're down to three. Can I? I don't know why. It can I say something I hate, that's going to make I, you mad? No. Don't make me mad. Go ahead. No. I already know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Why do you worry about that stuff? That's what you're going to say to me. No, I was going to say, let it go. Let it go. It's not a Billy Joel song, just you know. Well. Might be. Let's call him. Maybe Rod Stewart? I don't know if uh, Rod Stewart. We, we,
4: we can't control what happened here before the team moved. You can't control what happened here last year. What you can control is this. They went 11-6 and six this year and were decimated by injuries. And you have what you think is a franchise quarterback. You're going to get a lot of guys back healthy. And you're going to churn the bottom of your roster. If you look at the list of free agencies... Uh, free agents. Folks, it's not scary to me. I, I see who the Browns have, who they could lose in free agency, and it doesn't phase me very much. So in other words, the guys who matter are going to be back. And you'll fill the bottom of the roster with other guys. I mean, you do it every year. Every team does it every year. This team could be really good to go next year,
1: Andy. And so I, I, I would like you to let that go. Okay, I'll try. How far away are the Browns from even getting back to the getting to? Oh, it's been back. It's been so many years, but getting to the AFC championship. How far away do you think they are? And will you watch the games this weekend thinking that? 216 474 0092 Baskin and Phelps 923, The Fan. We really need new phones. T
0: Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month.
3: New iPhone 15s? It's over
0: here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.